With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Hi guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, a podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to listen to our interview with David Silverman. We, yeah. Yeah, we got you guys in touch remember, with him. Remember him? He's the president of American Atheists that we, we kind of... We've called him out. We, uh, we, we haven't been his biggest fans on our show, but we decided to have him on the show. We, well, what we decided was that that we needed to give fair time, a little, a little bit of fair time. Yeah. Let, let him uh, let him give Come his in, say his piece, give his point of view, give, yeah, on exactly. the things that we took him to task yeah. for. And so that's going to be coming up. Yeah, um, you guys are going to want to hear that because yeah. we weren't we weren't easy on him. Yeah, actually, we weren't nice, weren't we? I think we you called him a douchebag. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, in the interview. Oh, in the interview. No, we were great. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. Not during the interview. No, yeah. No, no, no. But, but yeah, we. I did I did manage. To, I, I don't think either of us were particularly nice to him in prior pre- to in previous yeah. episodes. Yeah. So, sorry about that, Dave. We, yeah. we you know, sometimes, <laughs> although, you know, sometimes he does do some douchey things. <laughs> What? This it's, is the one episode where we need to be nice to him. To him, okay. we had him on the show. Well, that, no that time I him. didn't call him a douchebag. I said he sometimes does some douchey things. Oh, see, now that's that's better. That's different. That is and different. You know what, Dave? If you're listening, I apologize for the douchebag comment. I think yeah, that's nice. I, do, I really do. That is nice I, because I he's he's on the phone. He seemed like a very nice guy. Sure, um, I've got nothing against him personally. On and off the recording, yeah, but calling him a douchebag is a is personal a personal thing. thing so, so I apologize for that. All right, well, yeah. good for you, Dan. <clears throat> Look at you. I know being big and all. I, I'm huge. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan, it's yeah. tax season. Oh yeah, we're and, yeah. Have you filed your taxes yet? No, I'm gonna wait. I there's always one little thing that comes in late every year. Right, right. Um, yeah. It's from yeah some um some royalties that i oh. get the people who they send it out late okay so, but anyways um yeah i don't know why they do that but every year but yep i filed twice actually and then all of a sudden boop and i'm like oh i'm not gonna refile just for that because it's like i make like 42 dollars a year <laughs> off this thing so but anyways um all right, but you're right. Here in these United States, we do pay taxes. We, yeah, and it's, uh, it's, com- it's coming up. That's... Well, most of the world pays taxes. I know. It's just our tax season is coming up. Yeah. Um, well, in uh, in Tennessee, a man by the name of Walter Slonopus. <laughs> you just made that up. I did not. Okay. Um, quit his job last week in order to save his soul. Apparently, oh. um, there were some. He received uh, his W two tax form. And it was stamped with the number six six six. That was the uh, 
<laughs> Wait, <laughs> what is that? Is that the? It was a number that the accountants were using to, you know, keep him. It was like his employee number, I guess. And he had to quit his job. He quit his job because it's the mark <laughs> of the beast, and it's used as a symbol of the devil. And he's not going to be associated with that <laughs> at all. And so the IRS would be lucky to get that tax form, probably. What if it's him? What if it's not them? It's him. Well, apparently, um, when he was assigned um, during his first day on the job Uh uh, in April 2011, Solanipus, which I just, I'm probably saying that totally wrong, (laughs) Solampus? Slanopus. Can we just call him Slampus? Slanopus. I'm going to call him Slanopus. Uh, was supposed to be assigned the number 668 for his clock in. Uh-huh. Right? Um, but the human resources department gave him the wrong number, 666, instead. So this number has just been <laughs> following him around. He's tired of it. You He's know what? not going to hear of it anymore. And um, He really had no options. He had to quit. Yeah. There was oh. nothing more that he could do. Yeah, well then, so... They reassigned him, six. then they gave him the 668 that he was supposed to get. Sure. And then the company changed their clock systems. <laughs> and once again, 666 <laughs> fell to Slompus. <laughs> oh, Slompus. So that time he quit, and the company apologized, and he returned to work a few days later. And then this one, um, it it's absolutely... It's the last straw. It's the last absolute That last company is Satan. Yeah. That company is the devil's company. Yeah. Or rather, he's the devil's employee. He just can't get rid of that yeah. number. Yeah. I love it. I want him I want him to get another job and have them just assign him that number. Yeah. Well, apparently, though, the company wants him back. They're <laughs> like, he's a good worker. <laughs> he's been great. But he just, yeah, he won't, he's, he was, he's like, he nope, that, go back. that, that tears it. Yeah. I've seen it three times now. Yeah. There you go. Well. You know, if you want to sign... <laughs> okay. He says all he wants is for his former employer to give him a new W-2 without a satanic number on it. Otherwise, he said, he can't file his taxes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's convenient. Yeah. Good for him. Nice. He's taking a stand. IRS. <laughs> you know, it's a little known fact that the letters I, R, and S all are the sixth letter of the alphabet. Well, they all do appear in the Book of Revelation. <laughs> yeah. I, R, and S are all in, in there. the Book of Revelation. Yeah. I think we all know that yeah. the IRS is uh, the devil. It is. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Anywho. Mm. Uh, you remember when I l- was in London for six weeks? Mm-hmm. I think all many of our... Of our listeners remember Maybe that. I remember too, yeah. That period. Mm-hmm. Uh, in London, there is a, uh, in England, there's there's a chain of, of food uh, purveyors called, yeah. called Pret-a-Manger, which oh. you, you would think would be uh, French, but it, it ain't. It's not? What is it? No, it's English. It, but it, it's, I mean, oh, the words are French. Oh, yeah, it, okay. I mean, it just means ready to eat. Oh, okay. So it's like sandwiches and stuff. And right, they're, right, they're made that like, day, but they're I was like, that made. sure sounds like French to me. So By the way, I like... should say that this uh, this story comes to us from a listener named Richard. Thanks, Richard. So anyway, Pret, uh, as it's known, mm, the hip mm-hmm. way of saying it is Pret. I, th- I think there was one at the airport. 
In the London airport? Yeah. Oh, of course there was. Yeah. Pret is everywhere. Okay. All right. It's just all over the place. Okay. If you turn a corner, you're going to... It's like Starbucks. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm... We needed some cheap eats, and we were just flying through Heathrow, and... Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. So... You just go to Pret. Okay. Uh, so, they had to abandon one of their... They make a lot of, like, organic stuff, and a lot of, actually, their own good stuff, and one of the things that they make is crisps, mm. or what, okay. we, what we call potato chips. Here in these United States of America, mm-hmm. but they call them crisps. They had to abandon one of their flavors. Why? Because they were they were based on a non on a non alcoholic version of an alcoholic drink. Okay, what was the drink? The Bloody Mary. Well, what's a that non- sounds delicious? What's a non alcoholic Bloody Mary called? I a non alcoholic. I don't, I don't know. A Virgin Mary. Oh, so they had Virgin Mary crisps. Okay. And I'm sure they were good. They were tomatoey and yeah. peppery and maybe a little spicy. Yeah. I'm mm. sure they were the delicious. Yeah. But they're called Virgin Mary crisps. And the Catholics don't like that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Come on. Yeah, no. The whole Catholic groups are compla- were complaining that it was, offensive. it was an offensive reference to Jesus' mom. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, no. Christ on, uh, they should have Christ on a cross crisps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no, Christ on a cracker. <clears throat> yeah, Christ, they should have Christ on a cracker. Yeah, that'd be great. Hmm. Or on a biscuit, if you're hmm. in London. Hmm. So, yeah, they just decided they had received uh, enough Are they going to continue at least the flavor and just rename it? Uh, uh, I don't know. I think they should. I think they should. Because, obviously, I mean, I want to try those crisps. <laughs> I know you do. That sounds delicious. Yeah. It mixes so. two of my favorite things, potato chips and Bloody Marys. Yeah. Into one thing. Yeah. It sounds one amazing. Mo- one motion, I get both. Yeah. That's you don't have well, to dip. You don't there's have no vodka. <laughs> yeah, well that's a problem. You can change that. You can well, just, no, that's true. You can just add some vodka. Just sprinkle some vodka over the chips. Right. Or just nice. you know, pour it into a bowl and eat it like cereal. <laughs> Pour the crisps in. Breakfast of champions. Pour some vodka in, and you've got yourself a nice little morning. (laughs) Yeah. Coming your way. And rest of day and (laughs) remainder of your life. Yeah, that's great. This nutritious breakfast was brought to you by... By Stoli. (laughs) Stoli Chnaya. Yeah. One of the the fun quotes in this article is uh, some Catholics saying, We've been passive for too long in the face of mockery of our faith and discrimination <laughs> against us as Catholics. Did it have the ver- a picture of the Virgin Mary no, on it? Oh, no, I don't. Well, I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I. No. Okay, if it had, like, the Virgin Mary, like, you know, in the classic Virgin Mary pose holding, like, two crisps. Which would be funny. Know, it would be funny. That would be how you market it. Yeah. Who wouldn't buy that bag of crisps? Apparently, uh, ill humored. Catholics, humorless, humorless, not ill-humored. Yeah. The 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 key, the humorless among the Catholics. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Catholics would probably think it's funny. Yeah, mm. they'd be buying that stuff and These taking are people. It, I they, don't like people who ruin other people's fun. I know. I don't like that. I know. You could take those crisps to church. Yeah, and sit there and eat them. <laughs> they might be. They're probably too crispy for church, though. The, the, they're probably the, a little crunchy. Yeah, but if but if the church. priest looks at you scowlingly. You just hold them up and you say, look, 
I think you have their ad campaign right there. Virgin Mary. Yeah, that's their <laughs> ad campaign. That's like a that's like a Mintos ad. Somebody's eating crisps in church. The scowl of the priest, <laughs> and then he just holds it up like Virgin Mary. And then everybody. And then next week, everyone's eating crisps at church, <laughs> including the priest. Ridiculous. Including the priest. Oh yeah. Well yeah. Of course. In nomine patri. <laughs> at Philly, <laughs> at Spiritu Sancti, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Amen. I could just be the host, <laughs> and it's bloody. I mean, it's, yeah, it's perfect. It's great. It's both body of Christ, body of Christ, blood of Christ. Yeah, it's I'm all. Both. It's all yeah. in there. Yeah, huh? That's well, what they, they missed an opportunity there. That's what they need to do. They need yeah. to start flavoring the host. They should have uh, Pret brand. Host, uh, host. Ho- host wafers? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, flavored. Mm. Pret, get on this. For your, uh, for all your Eucharist needs. <laughs> for, for all your sacramental desires. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I have something a lot less fun than that. Oh, um, yay. Less fun. A lot less fun, sadly. Um, I, I don't like stories of people b- being burned but for whatever reason i find stories of people being burned a lot and up reading them and i'm mm. horrified by them and mm. they always have like they'll have like the graphic photo it says it right there in the headline mm-hmm. you know oh, I, I shouldn't look down there but you do and you kind of scroll down slowly and you're like i don't want to look i don't want to look i don't want to look and then you look and you're horrified and you can never get the image out of your head right well i came across another one um, Ooh, tell everybody where to see the image that's going to oh, disturb them for life. The problem, well, it's not a problem. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're about <laughs> I to was complain. About to say, the problem with this image is that it's not that disturbing. Um, no, the problem with the headline is that it's warned you about a photo that I don't see it. I don't see well, why because it's... what you all you see is the flames. All you see is the flames. You don't you, see the yeah, person, and actually. it's taken from. It's a nice. It's a good sort of wide angle <laughs> shot. So you're not close oh, to the action. I love that all. you're saying it's a good wide angle. Yeah, no, one. I mean it, the the wide angle is I, good. I know. I'm it's kidding. a good. It's a goodly portion. All right. Wide so angle. why is this person burning? Okay, sorry, I belabored that point. Um, she is. She was being burned for sorcery in Papua New Guinea. Um, she's oh a young mother. God. She's like 20 years old. Um, and she was tortured and killed by um a mob. Um, who, well, in front of a mob, I guess, of hundreds, um, in the town of Mount Hagen. Uh, she was stripped naked, covered in gasoline. Um, I know she was like poked and prodded with like, um, like branding irons. Oh my God. Um, and it's all out of this superstition that, that, that she was a sorcerer, that she had killed through sorcery, this child in the community. Oh, Jesus. Now, what's interesting and what's really weird about the story, and this is the part that I want to, like, follow up on. Right. Um, and I just haven't been able to find anything else about this. Um, is that the, the uh, AFP is reporting that she actually admitted to killing the kid. Oh. So, like, so... She, oh. but But again, it's like there's... Like, I mean, people are coming coming down on this. Even the the government there is coming down on it. The police and the fire so. departments were unable to intervene because the mob was holding them back. Wow. Um, that is either a very effective mob or a very ineffective police and fire department. There are a lot of people 
when they say hundreds, I mean, in this photo, you can see that, that it's layers deep of people. Jesus. Um, you all know, around this, can I this just, trash pile that she was burned to death on. Can, can I just make a suggestion to everyone out there listening? Even if you practice sorcery, don't admit it. <laughs> yeah. Well, not in Papua New Guinea. Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. What, what I don't get, though, is that, like, this is... Like, first of all, Papua New Guinea has, like, passed laws against sorcery um, because they, and and not, I mean, I have to agree, good. Good yeah. that you've passed laws against sorcery because the kind of things that people end up doing in the name of sorcery include um, an, another woman um, who was burned alive for alleged sorcery. sorcery. Well, that... um, in 2009 in the same town. But you don't pass um, a law against the sorcery. You pass a law against burning people for sorcery. Yes, that too. I mean, that's already illegal. Um, the Sorcery Act technically outlaws the burning of alleged witches. Okay. So, I mean, that's part of it. Um, but, like, um, there, there's reports of people, like, eat, that this guy, like, ate his child. This, this infant in, like, a sorcery-related thing whatever i mean it's just it's horrifying oh i'm you know i'm on the long wrong tab here i was like looking for i knew i knew it was like in the last paragraph and i'm like why is it not here um yeah um they they've arrested dozens of people last year the police did um linked to an alleged cannibal cult accused uh. of killing at least seven people eating their brains raw and making soup from their penises um, in and, fairness, penis soup can be really good. You spice that stuff right? Oh my god! Don't, <laughs> I'm just looking at you. you. Don't just stare at me. <laughs> That's all right, Dan. Um, uh, there have been other several cases of witchcraft and cannibalism um, in Papua New Guinea. That's uh, in recent years. Crazy town. Um, yeah, with a man reportedly found eating his screaming newborn son during a sorcery initiation ceremony in 2011. Jesus Christ! You so know what? It's, it's not like you guys can make magic. You know, if they had if they had evidence that they were showing each other of actual magic that they were doing, yeah, that'd be something. If it was like in the movies <clears throat> or in Bewitched, right? Like that would be <laughs> Bewitched. He goes that would to be Bewitched. A, that would be a thing. <clears throat> but it's not like they're not. There's no Uncle Arthur people they're not demonstrating anything they're just initiating you into something awful by making you do something awful yeah you're not going to gain some power no but apparently there is cultural and social power yeah that that, uh, thank god practitioners of this have because they're getting people to do horrifying awful things this is why people this is why we living in our society feel so superior because our stupid crazy nonsense at least doesn't involve anybody eating anybody's kid like our you know our religions at least we've advanced beyond that point yeah we don't have that yes we have we have stupid and crazy yes but it's much more subdued <laughs> i'm just saying it's just much nicer Oh yeah, we have a, a kinder, gentler form of crazy well, religious. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that this puts into perspective all of our big complaints about the Ten Commandments being posted at a courthouse or whatever. Like, yeah, that feels that that feels I, so I, I important to us. I don't and know then that I, I can think, put the. I don't know. <laughs> and then, and then but I don't. Think, I don't but think, they're not eating babies, <laughs> Dan. I I don't know whether you're making a joke or being for real. 
good. think there's a little I, bit of both there. There is a little bit of both there. And I don't think you can put the put both of these into even the same category well, of, no. of offenses. I mean this this is this is totally totally different but it's based on what what i'm it is based what i'm getting at is that we're is that this is the religion is religion religion is superstition religion is magic practice or magic belief well i think i think what you can easily say is that without the uh societal safeguards that and, and 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 boundaries that we have this is where humanity goes in unchecked religious and uh superstitious that's um, what i'm saying yeah yeah that is what i'm saying i just i just said it a different I, way i just said it funnier <laughs> okay great you're like yeah you're, you're just not okay no, with there being just, humor about this are no, you? you i i kind of don't i kind of think that it's a horrifying story of course and, it's horrifying and uh and i i sometimes don't like to laugh well, there you go. At the horrifying stuff. Way to ruin the show, Frank. I didn't ruin the show. I brought a little a little gravity to it. <laughs> There's one thing we're good at. It's gravity. Thanks. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. Now I get... Yeah, now... I'm being a little bit of a killjoy, I know. But I don't gonna... think that you can... I'm going to move on. All right. I'm going to move on. Yeah. Uh, you're going to like this one. Oh. Because it involves uh, things named Frank. Okay. Specifically, Great. specifically Franks. Be Franks. Oh, thanks, Dan. <laughs> I haven't had a good joke about my name since grade school, so that's that's really good. Uh, I, I I am of course talking about hot dogs. <laughs> do you do you, you know the the brand Hebrew National? Right, I love them. Actually, they're, they're so good. They're really. I was good pissed when Costco stopped selling them at their at their snack bars. Did, oh, they used to have them as like the hot dog. Was the Hebrew National? Yeah, and now it's and I not? used to get them all the time. Yeah, now it's just the, whatever the, the 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 Costco brand is. I, I like their their Polish dogs. Have you done those? Yeah, they're probably good. I'm not saying that they're not good. Anyway, what I'm saying is that I miss the Hebrew National. <laughs> okay. I would get one every single time. Well, you shouldn't get one. You want to know why? Why they may not be kosher. Dun dun. Oh well, that is a good reason not to have a hot dog. <laughs> No, the uh, so so here's the deal. There's been a lot. There was a lawsuit that was filed, uh, class action style, against uh, Hebrew National. P.S. Do you want to know who the parent company of Hebrew National is? <laughs> Oscar Mayer. You'd think it was like Yeshiva University or something. <laughs> right, yeah. No, no, it's Conagra. Shut up. <laughs> it's Conagra. Oh my God. Yeah, they're lucky that all they have is. Maybe a kosher issue. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> they it, could easily. It have. comes from cows that have four heads. I'm in surprised it. there's actually even meat. Yeah, in it. Yeah, no. Oh, so you can't, you can't say disparaging things about the food industry, or what? It's against the law. Huh? <laughs> Wasn't that a thing that passed a few years ago? That you can't like <laughs> say untrue things about the food industry. Oh, well. it's libel. Well, the food libel laws in this country are pretty strict. Well, I mean, we're speaking it, so it would just be uh, slander. Well, the food slander laws. <laughs> I'm going to slander as much food as I want to. <laughs> anyway, uh, so ConAgra was being sued um, by a bunch of Jews because uh, they uh, they weren't they were being sued for not being a hundred percent kosher. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Really? And apparently, apparently, a couple of so apparently, what happened? How was, do you know that something's not kosher? Well, here's how you know. Uh, can you tell? Yeah, you can, you, you can sniff you, like, it, bite you, into it. No, you're like, I think this was cooked near cheese. <laughs> no, what happens is, uh, in order for anything to get the little uh, K in the triangle, yeah. which stands, which means kosher, I've seen that. yeah. Uh, in order for them to get that. It has to be certified by a... Uh, There's also the U and the O, too. The Orthodox Union. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I'm okay. just... But but what has to... What they do is they send the, they send out these uh, these rabbis. Uh-huh. Or rather, there, there are companies that are run by rabbis that, yeah. that go and certify... Like PARV. ...things. And Union Orthodox. Yeah. In this right. case, it was a group called... Oh, I've got it here somewhere. Um... I don't know where it is. Okay. Anyway, so there are, there Anyways, are rabbis who go inspect. Right. So okay. so these guys sent sent a couple guys out, and there were a couple guys who, who came back and said that there were some non-kosher practices that were happening. And like they, what? Here's, like, here, like, here's the thing. It has to be, like, for, instance, for it to be truly kosher, mm-hmm. like, the animals can't have been dirty. The oh, animals right. have yeah. to be clean when they're slaughtered. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a whole bunch of things. And, yeah, you can't cook it on the same grill as something that hasn't been you like that ha- that's not kosher and there's a whole bunch of rules sounds like a wow sounds like a pain in the butt it is a pain in the butt it's an absolute pain in the butt um so anyway and you know you can't mix dairy and and meat and all of these things right right so uh these guys came back and they they apparently blew a whistle and okay. then and then were dismissed Really, and the uh, and they and Hebrew National kept its kosher designation. What? So they filed this lawsuit, which was summarily dismissed. Okay, because the uh, the judge said that this is something that he that is beyond uh, his purview. It's religious in nature. the The designation is nothing to do with the. Uh, the government and and beyond his uh, his purview. But what about say like um, like consumer protection type stuff where truth in advertising, right? You'd You've think... said that it's kosher, then it needs to be kosher. I'm sorry, like right. I think it's all bullshit, right? But if you're going around touting your stuff as being whatever, right. it needs to be that thing. You would think so. And the judge says that that's here's not what the judge says. The judge says. Quote, naturally, yeah, therefore, like it, but... the, cor- the court cannot determine whether the defendants, whether defendants Hebrew national products are in fact kosher without delving into questions of religious doctrine. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So there you go. So, I mean, I mean, I guess I guess there's a place there, there's a way for the marketplace to figure this one out. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, all you need are these authorizing groups of rabbis. Right. To. To just withdraw their, their their certification, right, and to be very public about it. Although, frankly, it seems like maybe they could be a little crooked. Oh, you! Th- oh, I wonder about that. I mean, you know, you know, these guys, why these, not? these two guys, just sort of blow the whistle, and suddenly they're out. Yeah, I think Conagra's making some wealthy uh, rabbis. <laughs> I think there are some rabbis wow, with, with boats that they wouldn't normally have. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's not kosher, though. Boats? Boats aren't kosher. <laughs> you can't go on a boat. You can't go on a boat. No. 
No, you can't. No, no way. You can't cook on a boat. <laughs> I mean, well, you, can't you, you can go on a boat, but you better not cook on it. Because sport fishing is absolutely not kosher. Sport, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know enough about kosher <laughs> to even talk, speak about it. But well, well, Yeah. I do know that you, I, I, work, I worked for a company at one point. I think you can go on a boat. Our product, um, which let me think of how to talk about this. Um, in In Utah, there are a lot of cookie companies that sell cookie products that that are aimed at the mormons that are aimed at the mormons and the larger community (laughs) uh they will take anyone they can get and there are certain companies they sell a lot of like you know like vitamins and health drinks Mm. and this and that blah blah blah. anyways we had one that was based on a fruit Yes. Um, at this company that I worked for. And you're talking fair, about multi level marketing. I was not a multi level marketer, but I did work in the call center. Right. And so there was an issue with the fact that um, we needed to get our juice <laughs> to be certified kosher. <laughs> and there were a lot of questions about what that entailed and everything. But yeah, we had to actually, um, our product went to a full bottling plant that was kosher mm-hmm. so that we could sell kosher kosher uh juice juice and uh it was more expensive you gotta sell it to say yeah because it cost the company a lot of money but there, there was go. a market for the kosher juice you gotta sell the juice to the jews <laughs> yeah there you Jew, go jews juice Jew, Jew juice <laughs> that's good Jew juice oh i don't know if... yeah yeah so there you go it's uh it's all tricky yeah yeah, and it always just was baffling to me, but anyways. By the way, Utah is sort of the capital of... Multi-level marketing. Of pyramid schemes. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of sad. In case you're wondering. Pathetic. It's be- it's because of the Mormons. Oh, yeah, the Mormons love these things. They love them. They love them because they... Because everybody wants because, to get rich quick. Well, I mean, and, that's, a, that's kind of in the American right. psyche. Everybody right. get, wants to get rich quick. But what Mormons are great at is having these little communities... Of of trust, little right. networks, little built yeah. networks that are ready made all for somebody people. to come in and be like, "Hey, I got this product." Everybody's in your congregation, and they all trust you because you're oh, in yeah. you're in the war. Oh yeah, and there there's so much fraud and scams. Oh my gosh, it's so easy. They are easy all sorts, of, all sorts of stuff in you. It's the fraud scam of the or the fraud capital of the the U.S. Right, or at least was. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I would imagine so. Yeah. I mean, it's just full of schemes, and you would never think you would think it was like Florida or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Some place yeah. where you can see the skeezy right out in front of you. Right. Right. No. But no, no, no. it's or Nevada, right? But yeah. no, it's Utah, it's <laughs> nicely hidden away. Where in you our can nice... see the skeezy. <laughs> We hide our skeezy really well I in Utah. Isn't that we have f- as much ski- <laughs> we have more skeezy than most places. But it's just clean it's, and it's wearing floral dresses is what it's doing. <laughs> the skeezy. By the way, I think I think and I, you can correct me if I'm wrong anyone who lives there, but I think Florida's state motto is the skeezy's out in front. <laughs> Come for the skeezy. <laughs> Stay for Disney. <laughs> Uh, actually probably be the opposite come for disney stay for yeah. skeezy miami's miami's sign just says welcome to miami it's skeezy <laughs> i don't know about miami i've never been to miami but i've Tampa? heard i've heard I, I heard dave barry the other day being interviewed talking uh-huh. about miami yeah and he was just like it's it's crazier than any report you've ever read about it really it's, yeah wow he's an interesting fellow anyways yeah he is all right. Um, 
Let's see. Okay, I need to pick one. Yeah, you do. Um, okay, here's... Actually, there's none to pick. It's just <laughs> my last one. Oh, okay. Um, so pick that one, then. Yeah, that's <laughs> I pick you. Um, so there's um, this dude by the name of Matt Moore who is has become something of a voice in the ex-gay christian Mm. community he's this young guy Mm -hmm. and he he has a he has like a blog and he speaks and he's like and he he promotes doctrines promotes the doctrine that gays should just accept their homosexuality but stay in the church and don't act on it it's like a test right Mm. okay yeah well that's a healthy way of looking at it he was (laughs) it's super healthy um he was um spotted on grinder (laughs) <laughs> which is a gay oriented uh dating application yeah it's, and we you, use dating loosely y- yeah <laughs> it's 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 an app for your it's a proximity alarm for <laughs> others who want to get off in your locality right you basically you turn on your your grinder app on your phone and you and you go hey i wonder if there's anyone near me who's also uh, feeling a little frisky, a little randy, and then you see all of their you see all of their profiles and their pictures, mm-hmm. and you go, you, and then <laughs> you find them, and, then, and yeah, you chat for a minute, and then you, and then you stop chatting and, and do other things, go out for coffee, right, right, let's say, or 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 a cooking class, together. yeah, oh yeah, 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 no, those are really popular, yeah, gays love cooking classes, yeah, absolutely, mom, don't look into this any further. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so this guy had a grinder. So he put, okay, so <laughs> so apparently, like three years ago, so when he was like twenty, yeah, um, because he's a young young guy, um, young attractive man too. He's, yeah. he's an attractive, so I can see that he was getting some attention on the grinder. Yeah, um, and uh, and he um, he was so, like, getting ground. He 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 got his grind on, <laughs> um, and he so he used Grinder like three years ago, um, before coming to Christ. Oh, um, and he blames. He Wait, blames, does that mean Christ is on Grinder? He found Christ on Grinder. Yeah, <laughs> that would be funny. That would be funny. I kind of want to set up a, a Grinder let, profile. Let's do that with Jesus. Jesus, and then just see who like Christ is in your proximity. <laughs> It's probably some violation of the user agreement, but but it's a delightful it's one. Delightful, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's definitely do that, Dan. Anyways, um, so three years ago he came to Christ and he gave up his 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 ways, but he blames all his destructive activities on his homosexuality. Of course he does. So his alcohol use, mm. and that's It was because I was gay. Yeah, I right? was all crazy because I my my queer came out. Now, granted, <clears throat> coming out like loosens a lot of boundaries yeah. and you are welcomed you can find a community of guys who are just looking to have a good time yes and then any way you can imagine they're looking to have a good time right and so yeah you can fall into debauchery well, very easily and it's so easy to blame your gay rather than blame yourself oh yeah rather than to say look you are a person of weak moral fiber or 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 even not or even just you were in an experimental stage in your life oh sure and you needed to you wanted to play you wanted to have fun and explore and you went a little beyond a little crazy yeah 
which a lot of people do, gay or not. You made Christ cry. Yeah. You got a tear in his eye and over then, you. And then you got you felt you felt all shitty about it. And yeah. then you're like, it's because of the gay. Right. And you blame it on that. And And a pastor told you that too. And a pastor told you that. Well, he, most definitely this guy grew up. I mean, I didn't see that in the article, but let's face it. He's like, he had to grow up. He didn't just land into evangelicalism. Yeah. Most likely. I mean, come on. Right. So anyways, um, he, uh, he has never said that he's cured, but he did live three years of being, going around and being this, oh, I'm a, I'm a gay, but I don't blah, blah, and, mm. you know, that whole thing. Right. Um, and so, but recently he's been a little blue. Oh. And he decided to put a, his picture up on Grinder, and then he took it down like after <laughs> oh. after a few days, and he had all this attention. He calls his pastor up, and he oh. he admits to what he's done. He's trying to repent to God and all this stuff. And the following week, he did the same thing, oh. and it's just been this big tumultuous <laughs> back and forth for him. Um, and um, yeah, and all I can like I. I get, I mean, I was a religious gay kid, right? Yeah. Like, I understand the turmoil and everything. Sure. But I just I just don't understand how you don't realize at some point, which he probably will. He'll probably come around eventually, hopefully, yeah. to just being like, all right, this these two things do not work together. Right. At all. Yeah. At all. But, when, but one thing, I mean, he could also just shift his religiousness a little bit yeah literally like he doesn't even have to he doesn't even have to come around to being uh atheist or anything no. all he all this guy needs to do in order to just have a little peace of mind is just where go where, you you where is or he located church of or uh, anything there are plenty of christiany christian places united church of christ that are, just, that are they like got christ in their name he's right there in you know, the very it's not name unitarian universalist which let's face it right is as woo-woo as it sounds. Yeah. Um. <laughs> My mom's favorite joke about the Unitarians was that the only time you hear the name Jesus Christ is when, when the the Jewish uh, janitor falls down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, you know... I wish him the best of luck. Yeah, you're yeah. just you're, you're. But I love these high profile like outings, and like he was out. Like somebody saw him mm-hmm. and was like, "This guy," and recognized the picture. Right, knew who he was and was like, knew what he was uh, up to, and was like, "Exposing time, yeah. time to expose." And I love it. I think like I am not about outing people. Just your average Joe. No, anyone. It doesn't matter who that person is, Mm-mm. as long as they're not. Hypocrites. Hypocrites about it. Yep. As soon as they cross that line of hypocrisy, by all means, right. expose away because hypocrisy needs to be called out. Right. I mean, if it's if it's just random, like, even if it's a senator. Yeah. But if it's if it's random senator, whatever, and fine. But he never touches the gay issue. Yeah. As long fine. as he, But if it's random senator, whatever, and he's like, we need to protect marriage and <clears throat> we need to protect our children from the gays and stuff. And then yeah. he's tapping under the door of the of the stall at the yeah. airport. Nope. Fuck you. You're yeah. coming out. String him up. We're, 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 it's time. We're Come on, dude. Pulling you out of the closet. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I'm all over it. Okay. Well, uh, I have some uh, 
we, I don't even know how to approach this. This is a guy, mm-hmm. this was a pastor okay. in Brazil, okay. in, in Apore, Brazil, okay. um, who is now under arrest. Oh. Now, okay. I, don't, I personally don't think you can arrest this guy, and I'll tell you why. Because, <laughs> no, okay, you can totally arrest this guy. I can't, <laughs> okay. I can't go there. All right, what, what um, is it, Dan? He uh, apparently, he's under arrest for, uh, for f- coercing his, some of his parishioners uh, into giving him oral sex. Oh. But he has a good excuse. Which is that he, he he was horny? No, 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 no. <laughs> He's doing this for them. Oh wait, what? <laughs> yes, because <laughs> his uh, his penis was anointed, and uh, <gasps> it, the holy, what the Holy Spirit comes through his ejaculate. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, you can't lock that guy up. No, he's been <laughs> consecrated with divine semen. <laughs> Body of Christ, blood of Christ, spooge of Christ. <laughs> it's the third part of the Eucharist. It is the third, yeah. <laughs> and apparently it's it's just for the attractive female members of the congregation. But yeah, he would, apparently after services, he would take them. Oh, it was not... so. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, no. This is like after services, he'd take some of the cuties back behind oh, the a, thing. What a douche! And uh, tell them that they had to. Um, yeah, lock that guy up. Yeah, abuse of power, uh, abuse yeah. of a lot of things, lots of things. Yeah, just well, abuse. How about just abuse? It's abuse. That's just yeah. abuse. Yeah, but it it is kind of funny that he. I mean, he he was apparently caught. Um, rubbing his penis in the face of a local merchant. Uh, that's how he was caught. I, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about this. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things where it's horrific and hilarious all at the same time. Uh, yeah. What are you gonna do? I, this was brought. By, by this the way, this, this, this is amazing. I love this it. Is a, this I story was love was sent to us by 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 Bob. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, what what are you going to do? This guy. I mean, frankly, ah. there's there's a there's a a millennia long tradition of of crazy religious leaders using their position to get uh-huh. sex. Yeah, yeah. It goes back. Oh, absolutely. It, I mean, it's half the reason religion was invented. Was so that somebody could be in power and then misuse that power. Yeah, yeah, political control. But this one's, this one's a. It's just got that special something, <laughs> that extra special something. <laughs> I and, just, I just love this guy. Like, I'm, I'm in awe of him actually, on a certain level. Yeah. Like that's, um, that's. I'm sure he's not the first. Yeah. There's no way he's the first one who's come up with that. No. But my mind just doesn't even work that way. <laughs> Like I never would be like, oh, you know what? You know how I could get some somebody to a twenty-three-year-old yeah. woman who prefers to remain anonymous said, "Quote often after worship, Pastor Valedisir Valedisir took us t- would take us to some of the funds back. I don't know what that means. Uh, back to the through the church and asked us to do oral sex on him until the Holy Spirit comes through ejaculation." And how did they feel afterward? Shamed, probably. I mean, to be honest. 
I'm sure and, and I, disgusted. I, I and, can't and speak everything. to that. I, like, how did the, how did it? Get, but he didn't get caught doing that. Yeah, he I, got I, caught. Right? He said, "How did he get caught with somebody's face? What? Rubbing his penis in in the face of a local? Oh, rubbing it in the face of a local merchant." Like at the merchants, I mean, which promised, what... which he promised to make more sales in her business due to the divine liquid. Oh my god! Wow, yeah. dude, it was crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, he wanted, but it had worked he, for him for a little while. He wanted it BJ's. was working. Yeah, it was working for yeah. him, and so he got a little bit more brazen, a little more. <laughs> that's how. Oh my god, that's amazing, though. There you go. I, and... I feel bad for laughing, though. I do. He he uh, he. he... He basically was uh, a kind of uh, defiant as he was being arrested. Yeah. He said, uh, you have in your hands the servant of the Lord and do not regret it yet. Uh, I hope to continue my wonderful job within the prison. <laughs> well, <laughs> he might. I think he might be on the receiving end <laughs> in prison. <laughs> I think he might be getting some other people's divine semen. In prison. <laughs> he doesn't look like a big guy. Oh, no. Anyway. Oh, poor guy. Oh, yeah. Poor, poor, poor guy. L- ladies and gentlemen, uh, listeners at home, I would like to just say, you know, I, I have I have no skin in the game in terms of you being an atheist or not an atheist. You don't right. have to be either one. But I will say that if your pastor claims that his semen is blessed and yeah. that the best way for you to get some Holy Spirit in you is to uh, suck him off. I'm going to suggest you leave the church. Yeah, that's probably a good indication. I'm going to just say, uh, go around the corner to somewhere else. Find a, find a different church. Yeah. That's not that's not how the Holy Spirit, I'm going to guess, that's not how it generally works. But see, here's the thing. <laughs> In the realm of God, yeah, anything's possible. Uh, he works in mysterious ways. Yeah, exactly. And that's the problem with religion. <laughs> Is that you can twist it, you can warp it, and that's some that's twisting and warping pretty far. Oh yeah, that's I mean, of course it is. But taking like, it down a really distant road. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Well, should we should we listen to uh, some audio? Yes, please. Okay, um, we're going to take a quick break. We've got um, Pat Robertson. We haven't it's heard Pat. from Pat. Yay! Yeah. Haven't heard from Pat for a while. He's just been sort of normal crazy lately and not his own special brand of crazy. We, um, what's funny about him, though, is that you and I were discussing this earlier. Whenever he says something, like if, if we hear that he's talked on X subject. It could be either side of it. He could be going. It, it, we have no idea what direction he's going to go it, in it I anymore. Mean, gay, if, it, if this had said Pat Robertson, you know, uh-huh. talks about gays and the Boy Scouts. I I wouldn't you don't know. know. I you, wouldn't know. You literally have no clue which direct because until you hear just, it, he is just crazy. Yeah. So what, let's hear what he had to say. Yeah. This. Time. So this is a good one. Maxim says, "I'm 17 years old, and I've noticed that there has been a change in my father's behavior. He spends too much time at the computer playing a war game, and I've noticed how alone my mom feels. And I just want my father to spend more time with my mom. What should I do? And how can I talk to my father? I kind of feel ashamed for him. Help." Maneuver something where you can get them out of the house into some like romantic resort for a couple of days, assuming they could afford it. I mean, take a weekend and go somewhere and just be alone with each other and see if they can't rekindle that romance. The the romance is obviously going out of the marriage. It's not as much excitement as it used to be, and 
um, you know, it, it may be your mom isn't as sweet as you think she is. She may be kind of hard-nosed, and so you say, well, it's my, my father, he's not paying attention to mom, but is mom... Uh... <laughs> how, how are you going to blame the mother? It's easy to blame the mother. You know, a woman came to a, a preacher that I know, is so funny, and she was awful looking. Oh, I mean, her hair was all torn up, and she was overweight and looked terrible, clothes bad and everything. And uh, she said, oh, Reverend, what can I do? Uh, my husband has started to drink. And the preacher looked at her and said, Madam, if I was married to you, I'd start to drink, oh, too. Oh, my. <laughs> all right. We need to cultivate romance, darling, and it needs to be the men have got to be cultivating romance and the women. You, you, you always have to keep that spark of love alive. It just isn't something to just lie there. Well, I'm married to him, so he's got to take me slatternly looking. You've got to fix yourself up, look pretty, look alluring. But a child said, what do I do with my parents? Get them out of the house. Get them off on a nice romantic weekend. Okay, next question. <laughs> okay. Comes with 58 years of marriage. I know what I'm talking about. All right, what's next? <laughs> oh. Oh. 58 years. I feel bad for his wife. Oh, my God. Well, I feel bad for him because clearly she does. she has gone through some serious periods of not putting out. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows why. And he, he knows why. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that's oh, yeah. oh I love it. I love that well yeah. No, he's gone through periods of not putting out. Yeah. That's what it is. Because she she is just yeah. slatternly he, looking. He has withheld his holy seed. <laughs> I I'm actually impressed that he knew the word slatternly. Yeah. That's yeah, that's okay. a good word. Yeah. Yeah, I, honestly that is and and the woman that's sitting next just, to him. Oh, she is bothered. Wh whichever woman is sitting next to him cuz I don't think that's the same woman that's always there. She's one of. One of. Yeah. I, they're always just horrified. Like half the, <laughs> half of the videos that I see, the woman is just like, "Oh my god, how do I bring him back to something?" Okay. It's he's off the chain again. Right, I can't right, do right. anything. Right. Yeah. I, and it's not, I mean, it's his show. It's not her job to put him on a leash, but she, no. yeah. She it's was, her job she, to read the mail. She was just like, oh my God. She has her place. She's like, how do you blame the women? He's like, it's easy. She's ugly. What are you going to do? <laughs> She's probably hideous. <laughs> I but, he has nothing to base that on. No. Nothing. It, it's this guy who's <laughs> become obsessed with a video game. Yeah. Because obviously his wife obviously has... he's lost interest. Well, and I love that he uses an old joke and pretends like it's an actual experience that he that a yeah. friend he had he yeah. knew had some pastor. Yeah, that joke goes back centuries. Yeah, that's I've I've heard that joke plenty of times. That's yeah. ridiculous. Oh God, <laughs> ladies, you got to look pretty for your men. Other, you know, it really is the woman's. It's a woman's it's fault. Obviously, it's the woman's fault. It's always the woman's fault. I, I think there's a way you could always blame the woman. I I support that because <laughs> I don't want responsibility. Yeah, for I, anything. Sure. Yeah. There you go. All right. Cool. Cool. Dan. So now we know. Yeah. Hey, we've been uh, emailed by some folks. Oh, hey. We've, we've been we've been messaged and talked to. Let's get to that then. I thought we should uh, should say thanks and stuff. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Uh, David, fr uh, 
actually left a comment on the blog that I thought we should we should check in with that. Okay. He said, uh, I wish I could help out with the iTunes rating, but I run Linux and don't have an iPhone, so iTunes is a no-go. Will David get your act together? <laughs> Linux. <laughs> Linux, indeed. Anyway, he said, he said it's, uh, for what it's worth, he loves the podcast, um, and he said some other nice things. He said he could gi- he'd give a million thumbs up if I- on iTunes if he could. Right. But he can't even give one. No. He can't. So we have to just take the moral support. <laughs> well, he, said, the- he did say, as a consolation for my lack of a- Apple compatibility, I have recommended you to a friend, a oh. truly great young man who is in the midst of his own religious self-deprogramming. Oh, He's gay, wonderful. so I tell him, well, if an ex-Mormon podcast host can do it, you can too. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Huh. Well, all right. Anyway, thanks, cool. David. Thanks, David. Uh, that's awesome. And, uh, and, and that's a good thing to point out. You know, some of you don't listen on iTunes, and that's great. We, mm-hmm. we, we love you no matter how you come to us. Yeah. But if you do have the iTunes, we do appreciate it. Uh, yeah. It helps us out a lot yeah. if you just go onto iTunes and give us a rating. Absolutely. So, we, yeah, that, that can be really helpful. And if you want to write a little review... That's even. That's also nice. Wonderful. Yeah, that's we very, love it. Very, we very, love very it. nice. In fact, yeah. In fact, yeah. In fact, yeah. <laughs> we, we we need reviews. We, we we're do. We're close to one fifty. Are we? I think yeah, so. We we're in like to, the one thirties. We need to get on. One fifty would be a nice goal to hit. Yeah, and yeah, and it's again, it's not about the number so much as it is the about activity. The acti- that's what we've realized. It it it, uh, it gets us more people will see us mm-hmm. if you guys go out there and throw up a little a little yeah. something something it, so it's the algorithm the... we're trying to game the algorithm yeah, here we just don't get how it works we're not good at that stuff yeah anyway um <laughs> lake wrote to us uh and that that's uh he was kind enough to put a pronunciation because it's spelled l-e-i-c-k oh okay uh so but he was lake yeah all right so well, if if your name is spelled funky it is nice to to give us a little a little help in the pronunciation help. yeah and Although you know, you know who you are, you do know. You do know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> for instance, if you're from Finland, we might need help. We'll need some help. We might need. Or some. if all through grade school you had to tell your teacher right. on the first day of class yeah. how to pronounce yeah. your name, then you know. You know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Lake was Lake. Just he was referencing last week when we talked about um, uh, we talked about the Pope going on tour with Bieber. With yeah. Justin Bieber, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that he would have a musical act, and we were trying mm, to come up mm-hmm. with a good name. He just suggested that the Pope's band would be named Joey and the Rats. <laughs> I love that because his name That's is amazing. Joseph Ratzinger. Uh huh. I like that. Rats R A T Z. R A T Z. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did it with a Z. Clever. Okay. I actually, I when when you told me Joey and the Rats, I spelled it like like multiple rats. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's good with the Z. Yeah, I like I, that. I think I think you got something going on there, Lake. Yeah, I think well done, Lake. Uh, and he, uh, oh, oh, and he complains that we don't put our email address on the website. We should do that. Well, except that then we the reason that we don't do that, I'll explain. Is that is that if you put an an email address on a website, then a whole bunch of robots for, that comb the internet for email addresses yeah, that's start true. sending a bunch of spam. We, we could do the little thing where it's like podcast and then we dot 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 we, we dot, write the word at, at dot, yeah. dot 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 i would at least let people know what it is yeah we should do that because, i'm sorry you guys yeah we're just we're <laughs> it's not like we don't have a day jobs other things to be doing <laughs> yeah well anyway you know, 
Oh, and also I wanted to thank Anne, uh, f- who is now a new monthly subscriber. Oh, hey. Thanks, Anne. Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, there you go. Uh, so, hey, guess what we did, Frank? What did we do? We interviewed Dave Silverman. That's true. That's he's, true. He's, uh, it was he's, a nice the, interview, too. As I said, he's the president of American Atheists. Yes. He's, he's the meme guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if it's, you've seen the internet meme of the guy looking incredulous, <laughs> it's him. that's him. It was his response to Bill O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. American atheists—they do a lot of like litigation and whatnot, right? They they mm-hmm. file lawsuits to um, you know on various issues issues um, facing um, atheists. I guess you could say they're they're um, their founders. The one who's noted for getting compulsory bible reading out of right school uh, madeline murray o'hare that's correct yeah. yeah and uh and so they have a tradition of filing these lawsuits i think um i think that's a, a great activity uh whether or not you agree with every detail of all the lawsuits or whatever that they've ever done i still think it's a great thing to be out there and doing and and whatnot so but but we've why, been critical why, why... of their billboards and and of, and, of, and of other things uh that we we were yeah, critical were of of things, his response yeah. to uh to a little right a little christmas time uh protest that and, some christians did to and, them and so to be fair and at actually at the prodding of one of the listeners one of our listeners of a few li- of a few or, listeners or, actually well yeah one or two okay. and i don't know who okay we don't have the number <laughs> but we heard feedback that said hey why don't you actually just talk to the guy why don't you actually have him on the show yeah get his uh get 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 his point of view and so we decided to do that and uh so we have a little interview with him yeah and uh we're gonna play that right now and then uh and we'll be back at the at the end of that yeah all right cool hello and thank you for calling american atheists Please note that all caller information is recorded for all calls, and all caller information for prank or harassment calls, including Merry Christmas calls, may be sold to telemarketers or published on the Internet. This is Dave. Hi, Dave. It's Dan and Frank. How are you? Very well, Dan and Frank. How are you? Good. Good. So uh, thank you for doing this, first of all. Yeah, thanks a lot. My pleasure. I kind of wanted to start with the broad topic of Christmas, because it seems to kind of be... Uh, where a lot of American atheist activity seems to be, seems to be, you know, kind of this war on Christmas. If we're gonna, if we <laughs> it does call seem it to that. be a flashpoint <laughs> in our society. Um, and and so, um, I guess the the first thing is is I guess, I guess we kind of have to just go to the billboard, especially this last one um, with the keep the Mary dump the myth that you were, you appeared on a lot of different shows and and I'm I'm just wondering. If you can speak to us a little bit about what the what what you were trying to do with with the billboards, and um, and then we can just go from there. Well, sure, uh, and thank you for giving me such a nice open ended question. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> the, 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 no, no, the, this is something you know. A lot of times I get asked, "Well, why are you attacking Christians?" Mm. Um, we we don't attack any humans with any billboards or any of our writings. We attack uh, the mythologies. And we attack the privilege that those mythologies enjoy. Uh, for instance, Christmas uh, is a religious holiday that is a national holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find that repugnant. Um, and when we advertise, when we put up a billboard, uh, in fact, when we put up any billboard, our first target market is always the press. Okay, right. uh, That's why um, uh, 
we put up billboards that are visually stunning. That's why we put up billboards that are visually interesting um, and that have a story in and of themselves. Uh, an atheist put up a billboard with Dump the Myth in Times Square. They spent $25,000 on it. And uh, that's a story. And the press runs with those stories. Sure. And so our first primary target market is the press. And what does the press do? The press shows a picture of the billboard, which includes our website, which includes the name of the organization. Many times, if we don't do it exactly that way, the press will say, oh, an atheist group put up a billboard that said, you know, whatever. <laughs> right, right. And a lot of the points get missed. Um, when we make it visually stunning, when we make it attractive to the press, the press uses it. And they put it up, and then, you know, uh, I, I understand why you think that a lot of our activity is, is Christmas-sided, because that's when we get on TV a lot. Sure, right? yeah. yeah. That, that's what happens. Uh, but isn't that the point? Okay? Isn't that the point? Uh, you mean the point those, is getting on TV? Of, it's, it's getting on TV not just for me, but it's getting press. It's getting people to talk about the atheists at Christmas. Mm. And that's important, because atheists at Christmas are... Uh, Either they're feeling left out or they're going along with the flow because they're closeted Christians, they're closeted atheists, they're atheists who, who call themselves Christians, hmm. uh, going to church and thinking that they're alone. And we want to make sure that they know that they're not. Yeah, and I we're not going to do that with a billboard, but we will do that with Fox News and CNN and MSNBC. Okay. Well, so oh, uh, I, so the first – so go ahead. No, I, oh, I'm just thinking about like – you know, you, you, you go on to these shows or you get some press, but it at at that point you you it does seem like you've given the message over to the media to craft it as they please and that they, they run with it and they start to turn it into something where people apparently are feeling attacked, right? Well, they're always looking for controversy. So so if you remember the, the CNN article, um there was a CNN article on the billboard, and what did it do? It compared the American atheists' um, policies, the American atheists' billboard, to the Harvard Humanists, to mm -hmm. the AHA, to the Secular Coalition – I'm sorry, to the uh, Secular Student Alliance. Mm -hmm. And this was the front page of CNN. Mm. And this was – they called it a rift, an article on the rift or the disagreement in the atheist movement. This is exactly what we're going for. Because this highlighted the other organizations and our organization and the diversity of the movement. Mm. And it's important that people see that this article on the front page of the CNN blog, I mean, this is a lot of people do, would do, never have heard. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. This, this article on the front page of CNN.com would never have been written without our billboard. There would have been no exposure for Harvard Humanists or Secular Student Alliance if not for Dump the Myth in Times Square. Is that something that so, you pitch to them? Like when they contact you, do you say, well, you know, there's some other groups you should be talking to? Oh, I do that often. Oh, okay. I do that often. Yes, absolutely. Because it's important that people understand that this movement is broad and that American Atheists doesn't represent all atheists. However, we do represent ourselves. And we do say that a religion is bad and it's wasteful and it's silly and it's childish to believe in such silly things. And we're allowed to say that. We're allowed to express that view, and we do most vehemently. And that's what gets us uh, a lot of press, especially on Fox News, that likes to try and demonize us. Sure. But, but in the real world, 
what it does is it gives uh, lift to the entire movement, and it gives um, it gives uh, the other organizations their chance to show how they're different. Well, I definitely, so I definitely I, hear what you're saying, Dave. But one of the things that we talked about uh, on a couple, on a few episodes of our show that I wanted to get your 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 feedback on was that when when you post something that is, I mean, you're, you're sort of setting yourself up as being one side of a of, of a multi sided movement here, and and you guys are, but but what I'm hearing is we're okay with being sort of the prickly angry side of this movement and uh you know that way we get press for everybody but my problem with it is that you guys are so out there you're so big you're doing the most sort of public uh uh sort of you're making the most public moves you're Mm -hmm. getting the most public attention and what and you say that you want to uh to reach the 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 atheists sitting in the pews the 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 people who are in the Christian churches, in the synagogues, who don't actually believe anymore, uh, but don't know where to go. And then you're showing them the face of something that's so angry and critical and, and prickly. Yeah. You're, not pro- you're providing no soft landing at all. So to me, the message sounds like, I, we know you don't believe anymore. Come join this really angry movement. <laughs> Leave, leave, leave your church that's welcoming and that, you know, that may, that has its problems, but at least it's a community and come join a bunch of people who are really, really angry all the time. Well, uh, have you ever heard of the Coalition of Reason? Yeah. Okay. They put up far more billboards than we do. And most of their, most of their billboards are pretty nice. Like, like gentle and stuff. And they don't get on TV and they don't get the press. But they do get vandalized, and they do get hated. Sure. So when you say, um, "Well, we're 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 doing some, we're 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 taking over, we're we're dominating," we're not dominating. We're putting out our message, and we're putting out fewer billboards than other organizations. Certainly fewer billboards than Coalition of Reason. Certainly fewer billboards than FFRF or um, or uh, AHA. We just put out better ones. We put out ones that get the news and get the attention to us. Now, we could put up a billboard, a nicey-nicey billboard uh, that doesn't reflect our views, and we could say, oh, religion's okay, but atheism is a little bit better. Uh, or, or, you know, let's, let's use a more, logis- a more specific one. Don't believe in God. You're not alone. Don't believe in God. Join the club. Mm-hmm. And nobody would even hear of us. The reason the people are talking about us, the reason the people are talking about the atheist movement is not because of the soft-sided billboards. It's because of the edgy ones. We get the news, and then we get the attention, and then we highlight our attention, uh, highlights the movement's breadth. Now, we're not going to soften our stance. We're not going to be who we are not just so that the more accommodationistic wing of the of the movement will feel more comfortable. Uh, we get a lot, a lot of positive emails, positive uh, response from atheists in the pews who say, "You're right. This is a myth. This is foolish. I am going to tell my parents I don't believe in God." And you know what? I also want to address one thing. We say religion is a myth. We say religion is a scam. We 
do not put up you're stupid if you believe in a god. We do not put up this is stupid, that's asinine. Oh, we think it, but we don't put it up. <laughs> well, okay? I mean, I certainly, so, I certainly I mean, understand that. A lot of people that. say, oh, your billboards are so harsh, oh, your billboards are so mean. Our billboards are not harsh, and our billboards are not mean. Hmm. They're just harsher and meaner than the others in the in the movement. But don't I don't mean, you think don't nothing... you think that it's it's a valid thing to say? Like obviously we're on we're on the same team. Yeah. Like obviously this is not we we also believe that it's a that it's clearly a myth and that it you know that that it's uh that right. that it's not it's clearly a myth. However, <laughs> what isn't it fair to just say that if you say if you just state it's a myth don't you think it's fair for someone who believes in that myth or to say it's a scam? Don't you think it's fair for someone who believes in that to, to be His offended whole, by that? His whole worldview is shaped by that myth, right? Don't, okay. Th- that that so. seems like a startling thing, something that's difficult to When you say you're being, I level. mean, you're calling people suckers. For, and nobody they are. likes that. <laughs> well, it's well, but, too bad. They still are. Well, still, don't you think saying it is? I, I mean, again, what we're doing. Do you think that the? Okay, you know what? You, I get where you're coming from, but here's what I want to <laughs> yeah, ask. Yeah, we're you. telling the truth. Here. <laughs> here's here's what we're, I want to ask we're you. We're telling the truth. But telling the truth, but but crafting a message is important. So my question for you is this: Do you think that there's a chance that even with all of the publicity that you're getting, even with the success that you're having with your strategy? You feel like you're getting the press, but possibly hurting the movement. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, the the only people who think that I'm hurting the movement are think are, are those who think that we should be completely soft sided. I think we are definitely helping the movement. I think if you look at the movement over the past three years since we started putting up the the uh, the you know it's a myth themed uh, billboards, you'll see a substantial growth. I think you saying I think you asked me wouldn't I offend the believers? I do not care about offending the believers. I will say that clearly again. I do not care about offending believers because believers will be offended even if I say I'm an atheist, believers get offended. Well, we know that. I care about getting the message. I care about getting the message to the closeted atheists that the movement exists. And in that quest, our billboards are far more successful than all the other billboards in the movement combined. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. Another thing that that we talked about that I wanted to give you a chance to 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 talk about was, uh, and I also want to say, I also want to say, I have no quantifiable evidence for that. I just <laughs> because I know people are going to trash me. All right, prove that. I can't <laughs> prove it. I just feel it. Okay. All okay. right. Fair enough. We, one of the things that we wanted to talk about. Oh, Frank no, has no, 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 no. You, okay. you go down. Okay. One of the things that I wanted to mention. Um, we talked about um, on your Facebook page. It looked around Christmas time. Apparently, you guys got you guys got sort of fo- uh, telephone bombed by a bunch of uh, yeah. by a bunch of believers calling in and and uh, and wishing you Merry Christmas. Uh, mm-hmm. And and we wanted to just mention. Um, sort of your response to that, which you, you, you ended up posting a whole lot of their uh, phone numbers on the, the American Atheist Facebook page and, and seemed to encourage people to, uh, to call them back and, 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 and sort of, I don't know, harass them, give them a taste of their own medicine sort of thing. Do you, how, how do you feel like that went? Do you feel like you handled that properly? I do. And I'll tell you why. Uh, 
I, I want to make sure that everybody understands when somebody says, hey, everybody, um, it started on television. Okay, It started with Stuart Varney saying, um, David, Merry Christmas. Does that offend <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah, and I, I said, I said, well, yeah, if you know that I'm not religious, if you know that I'm an atheist, and you come up to me and say Merry Christmas, because you, even though you know that I'm an atheist, well, yeah, it can be taken as offensive. And, of course, he went all over, you know, Stuart Varney is really trying to be Bill O'Reilly. But that spurned this this meme on Facebook to call us up and say Merry Christmas. They weren't – now, am I allowed to swear on this? Sure. You go right ahead. Okay. They were not saying Merry Christmas. They were saying fuck you using the words Merry Christmas. Agreed. Okay? Let's state what it is. Yeah, absolutely. They were calling us up to say fuck you American atheists using the words Merry Christmas. Hmm. Right. So we're not talking about some well-meaning people here who were just trying to wish us well. We're talking about people who called us up just to piss us off. Right. Agreed. And so what did I – so – and if you call American atheists, the opening thing is if you call and you leave a Merry Christmas message, we're posting your stuff. We're posting your information. We're going to use your information as we see fit. Sure. And we posted it, and you know what? I got some calls back. I got some calls saying, hey, how dare you post my information on the internet? Oh, even though you actually said you would. <laughs> well, guess what? We did it. And uh, what did I say back to them? I said, next year, you won't do that shit again. And they won't. Next time they put it, they, they do this thing, there will be comments on that board, on that post that says, don't do this. They'll post your internet. They'll post your number back. And they can do that even if you call in with a blocked caller ID because they have a T1. Sure. And guess what? That won't happen again. So, yes, absolutely. I did the right thing, and I think everybody should do the right thing because harassment is – it goes both ways. And, you know, obviously if they're calling us to harass us and they believe in do unto others as you would have them do unto you, I think we should do a little unto them. Well, I mean, I guess with the, this actually leads to one area that I wanted to ask about, which is the happy holidays versus Merry Christmas, wishing people mm -hmm. whatever. And I agree. Uh, the, the 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 Varney. Oh, he was such a <laughs> dick, absolute complete dick. And whoever that the the, the woman is, who like is chiming in and snickering through the whole thing, I was I was pissed. Yep. You know, I mean, it was pissing yep. me off. Um, and, and it was obvious where it was coming from. But I there's there's something different between or, or there's a difference between how Varney does it and your average Joe at you know a department store or the gas station who's just saying. Hey, Merry Christmas. I mean, That's exactly right. And so, like, so do you have a problem with people wishing Merry Christmas in general or just on talk shows? <laughs> that, that came out <laughs> so, a little snarky. <laughs> uh, it, 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 there, there's a great big difference of, uh, in knowledge, okay? If they know I'm an atheist and they go out of their way to say, oh, Dave, Merry Christmas. It's a great big fat difference mm -hmm. than meeting a total stranger who looks at you and smiles and says, Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's a huge difference. Totally. Okay. That's a huge total difference. Absolutely. Now the person in the, the the person in Macy's who smiles and says Merry Christmas is making an assumption that I'm Christian, mm -hmm. and it's a non-inclusive thing. And uh, you know, on a scale of one to ten, I'd give it a three or a four as far as. 
being offensive, as opposed to the Stuart Varney version, which, like I said, is fuck you using Merry yeah, Christmas. Yeah, it's on right. Yeah. Okay, so that's a, that's a nine, that's an eight or a nine right. versus a three or a four. Um, I completely agree that everybody has the right to say whatever they want, mm-hmm. um, and I do not uh, think that you know there should be any sort of pressure other than economic pressure uh, on private companies like Macy's mm-hmm. to have policies. Um, right. But I certainly understand and support, and we should all vehemently support, uh, a policy of any organization, of any company, that's inclusive in their policies. Right. Sure. Um, if, if, if Macy's comes out and says, okay, we want our people to be more inclusive and say happy holidays, well, that's where I want to shop. Okay. Absolutely. And if somebody comes out and says, we want to be uninclusive, we want to be exclusive, we want to be rude and ignore. I mean, if we're going to say we're going to ignore people like Dave and everybody gets a Merry Christmas, even if they're not Christian, even if they're wearing a great big Jewish star, even if they're wearing an American atheist sweatshirt, they get a Merry Christmas. Well, that's a company that I'm not going to to. uh, Hmm, to, totally to, to shop at, I, uh, and I'm, uh, you know that's that's me using my wallet, uh, and and that's how it should be done. That's, exactly. That's not it's it's not a matter of protesting because they 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 have the right to use exclusive language. I think I think that I'm and, I'm with you on that, and but I guess what what that brings up for me is this: the idea to me is that that isn't. Rather than sort of, you know, marching out in front of Macy's with signs and saying, you know, we hate you because of, you know, you're not inclusive with your Christmas and whatever. I I like that attitude, the attitude of, well, then we just won't shop there because that's, you know, that we find that offensive. I guess to me that stands that stands in contrast to what to to your response. I, I guess I just feel like your response to the whole everybody calling you and you posting their numbers is isn't there something to be said for just having a bit of a sense of humor about that? Uh, just you know. Yeah, when when it's five or ten, we can have a sense of humor. When it's a thousand, and we have to shut down our company because we can't get anything anything done. No, it's harassment. They're stopping us from doing work. We're going to post their numbers, and next year they won't do that no more. And that's the end of that. Okay. Well, so uh, one of the, one of the other things I wanted to bring up one of, one of the things that I wanted to applaud you on uh, was your lawsuit uh, involving the uh, the IRS, and I wanted to, mm-hmm. to just get you to talk about that a little bit because I am one hundred percent supportive of, of of that lawsuit. Thank you, thank you. Well, we're we're very happy with this lawsuit. I'm very happy with this lawsuit. You know, uh, there are lots of organizations in this movement, and some file more lawsuits than others. We file lawsuits that intend to win. And we file lawsuits that intend to win important cases. And what we have, and I want everybody to understand this, American Atheist is a 501c3 educational organization. We are in the same category, I believe, as the American Red Cross, uh, Mm. the United Mm -hmm. Way, um, most community centers, most athletic groups, in that every year we have to file our taxes. Right. We don't pay taxes. But we have to file our returns. We right. have to declare how much money we bring in. We have to declare how much money we pay salaries. We have to declare our largest donors. And it takes time to do this. We have to pay our accountant to assemble this uh, because there's a lot of activity. And it takes time and it takes money, and we have to do it every year. Every 501c3 organization has to do this, except churches and right. religious organizations. Right, yeah. 
And because they're categorized as religious, they are uh, exempted from declaring their income. They are exempted from declaring their salaries. They're exempted from filling out any forms. They're exempted from from any of the restrictions, and they're exempted from disclosing their major donors. Right. Now, think about this. This is a big thing, okay, because I don't know if you know this, but a lot of people in this country don't like atheists. <laughs> what? Okay. What? Really? And, and if somebody wants to donate $5,000 to American atheists, they're going to be that donation will become public knowledge. Right. Hmm. It's a good it's point. It's impossible, not possible, to donate to American atheists completely anonymously. Meanwhile, Mittens Romney can donate as much to the Mormons as he wants to without any trouble at millions all. And, millions and millions yeah. of dollars to the Moonies, to the Mormons, to the Scientologists, right. to, to anybody. Millions and millions of dollars. Are there still Moonies? Anonymously. <laughs> of course there are still Moonies. <laughs> okay. My, uh, and, and, and my point is that the, the, the only distinction is that it's religious. And this is not right. fair. Absolutely. So we have filed this lawsuit. It is not just a separation of church and state lawsuit. It's a separation of church and state lawsuit. It's also an equal protection lawsuit because guess what? Corporations are people. <laughs> That's true. And corporations are people. You can't treat one corporation different from another corporation. You can't say, okay, Corporation A, you're religious. You don't have to do this. But Corporation B, you're not religious. You do have to do that. Right. Yeah. Because you can't say it to people. Have so you, the have you thought about protection clauses? Have, have, sorry, have you thought about trying to make American atheists of religion? <laughs> we don't want to do that. First of all, it would be – well, the, that would be a very bad idea on a bunch of different levels. First of all, it would be sacrificing our principles. Right. Okay? Uh, we're not a religion. We're the absence of religion. Um, and it's not fair to us. It's also not fair to the Red Cross. I mean, should Red Cross be be categorized right. as a religion? No, you're absolutely um, right. I've... Uh, but the other, I mean, that that's a, that's a question that comes up, you know, quite often. If we do categorize atheism as a religion, um, what are the next steps? Well, the next steps is our religious counterparts will immediately say, okay, evolution is a part of. Uh, that religion, oh, and we okay. want equal time in the classroom, <laughs> and all of a sudden we're teaching creationism, and you know what? They would have a point. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we can't. So we can't do that. What we have to do is strive for equality. This is not a lawsuit to tax the churches. This is a lawsuit to get the information from the churches that is received from everybody else. Right. To equalize the tax code. If you're religious or if you're not, it doesn't matter. I mean, think about this. The um, the five hundred one c threes of America. Okay, what is a five hundred one c three corporation, anyways? Well, five hundred one c threes they're called nonprofit corporations, but we can make a profit. Right. Mm -hmm. We just can't sell the company. Exactly. Okay. American atheists made a profit in two thousand eleven. We can't sell the company. Right. Okay. That's what the difference is, and the reason we can't sell the company is that the shares of American Atheists Incorporated are wholly owned by the United States government. Hmm. That's how it works. Hmm. The shares of a 501c3 are owned by the government. We are extensions of the government, and the definition of that is a public trust. That's what we are, a public right. trust. So the U.S. government Article is in six. the business of atheism? <laughs> the, the, the U.S. government is in a whole bunch of businesses. Right, but exactly. This is the point. But this is the point. 
Article 6 of the US government of the US Constitution no religious test for the, for any public office or public trust. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah. There you go. Excellent okay, point. that's what it says. And this the fact that there's a 501c3 classification that says if you're a public trust and religious, do this, and if you're a public trust and not religious, do that. That is a religious test. Yeah. Yeah. For a public trust. It is a wholly illegal thing. Right. And what we're going to see when we get when we get out of this is knowledge. Not only will we know everything about that, that we need to know about the churches, but so will the parishioners. Yeah. You know, yeah. when the parishioners go into those mega churches and the preacher comes in there and says, We're spending so much money helping other people, we need more money. Right. Yeah. These parishioners have no idea how much money is actually being spent on charity. Yeah. These parishioners have no idea how much money that preacher is being paid or how he's being paid. They don't have to disclose it. Right. The parishioners need to be on our side for this case. They won't be because <laughs> they won't. they're cheating. <laughs> they okay, the only people who are really going to hurt from fairness are the people who are cheating, of course. Right. So uh, the, the, the crooked pastors out there are going to hate this lawsuit. But we've got a very thick lawsuit, and when I say thick, I don't mean paper. I mean we're attacking this on uh, multiple fronts. First is the, the Article Six, First Amendment, Fifth Amendment, and Fourteenth Amendment, all provable. And second, we're attacking it from multiple from multiple positions. American Atheist, Plaintiff One, is a 501c3 educational organization that follows the rules and files our forms. Plaintiff Two is a 501c3 educational organization that refuses to file forms. Mm. And Plaintiff 3 is a uh, a wannabe 501c3 religious organization that has been told that they can't file as a religious organization because they're atheists. Right. Hmm. So we've got a very thick, con- a very thick uh, lawsuit here. If they dismiss one piece, they can't dismiss all three of them. Now, this lawsuit will go to the Supreme Court. It will, because whoever loses is going to appeal. Sure. So this is going to go to the Supreme Court. The nice thing is that we have a $100,000 donor match going on right now. Oh, um, yeah. Wow. So anybody who wants to donate to to this legal fund can go to atheists.org. Every dollar you put into this fund um, actually is actually doubled um, uh, immediately. That's so great. Fantastic. It, it, you're actually donating twice so much, twice as much money. Yeah, as, I, as I said, so I think that's something I, that we're really excited about. Really support you on that, and uh, and wish you the best with uh, with with those efforts. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. And you, you, thank you so much. You also have a convention coming up. We do. Uh, we have our 50th anniversary convention coming up. Um, the uh, fifth. We were formed in 1963. This is our 30th, our 50th year. Wow. And we are having a celebration convention in Austin, Texas. Wow. It's March 28th through 31st, um, which is Easter weekend. We oh. always have our conventions on Easter weekend because <laughs> nice. atheists have nothing better to do. Uh-oh. Uh, right. The rooms are cheap. And, so so um, Frank and I have been going back and forth on, on considering going. Talk us into going. Well, when I used to go to conventions, I used to skip the talks, mm. some of them. Because yeah. they were long and they were boring, <laughs> and I used to go only for the people. That's the only reason I used to go. I went for the people right. because I love the people. Well, this convention is going to be fun. 
our conventions are going to be fun. And, and that's what separates out American atheists, I hope, from everybody else. Our conventions are fun. We are going to have live performances from Quiet Company, Graydon Square, Tombstone the Dead Man. We're going to have um, a costume dinner where you can come Hello? as your favorite god or atheist or whatever. <laughs> We're going to have a comedy night. Yeah, that'll, that, that whatever part will be strictly enforced. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this is our third annual costume night. You should see the costumes. People go all out for these costumes. Yeah. Okay, we actually had we had three flying spaghetti monsters last year. I was oh going to say, yeah, it, was, it, it, it seems like it would be full of pasta. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of pasta going on. Um, the um, We're going to have a comedy night. We're going to have the first ever to, as far as I know, it's the first ever atheist art show. Oh. Atheist artists, including hey. Christina Rod, will be there to yeah, actually auction off idea. their art. Oh, that's yeah, cool. That's so wonderful. we can kind of boost up that part of our movement. Yeah, there you go. Um, we're going to have old videos from Madeline that we've we've just converted our old tapes the old old reel to reel tapes uh -huh. that we've had in our archive forever yeah we're being they're being converted right now we're oh. going to show them for the first time oh, nice. ever oh, cool. at, at the convention um and we're going to have um actually a a, a fundraising dinner where we will be auctioning off such things as Madeline Murray O'Hare's art Mm. We will be auctioning off um, an, a first edition Ingersoll book. We will be auctioning off an autographed Douglas Adams book. Uh, <laughs> we will be auctioning off, hopefully, a trip that we'll be getting some more details on soon. So this is going to be a convention. Yes, we're going to have great speakers. A.C. Grayling is going to be there. You've probably never heard him speak personally. He doesn't speak in America very often. Yeah. J.J. French is coming. Who's J.J. French? He's the lead guitarist of Twisted Sister, okay? <laughs> right. And he came to us. He is the brains of the of the band, and he's the guy who didn't do the drugs, didn't do the drinking, and didn't do the groupies. Right. Okay. He is the straight, clean, atheist brains behind um, behind Twisted Sister. When I say straight, I don't mean straight as opposed to gay. I mean straight as opposed to uh, crooked. Right. Um, and he is the um, the brains behind Twisted Sister, and he came to us. He wants to talk to us. Oh, that's nice. great. Because he's an outline, hardline atheist. So there's going to be people there that you haven't seen, which is always an objective. And I can almost guarantee you will have fun Nice at the American Atheist nice. 50th birthday convention. It's going to be fun. You're going to leave, and you're going to remember this convention. It will be one of those conventions that you remember separately from the cloud of other conventions that you attended <laughs> in the past. Well, we want you to know that we're that Frank and I are not offended that you didn't invite us to at, to speak. We're totally <laughs> fine with that. I, I'm glad you're not offended because, uh, I, I, you know what? I say no a lot more often than I say yes these days. And, uh, you know, it's... It, it's it's hard, you know, especially at the Reason Rally. I was saying a lot of a lot of no's sure. to a lot of great people. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of the things that I do, I, I one of the things that I do, I'm sure I, I have a speaker strategy for every event. Um, hmm. So there's a mix. So there's diversity, not mm -hmm. only in in humans but in ideas. Mm -hmm. So there's um, uh, interesting topics. Um, you know, AC Grayling is a good example of that. Sure. Not too many people have heard of him, uh, or not they—they've heard of him, but they haven't seen him speak. You know, right. This is new. Um, 
And you know what? He seems to be a really nice guy. He's um, a, a soft-sided atheist. He's definitely a soft-sider. But when I first met him, he, he knew who I was. He was pleased to meet me, and he accepted right away. And he's happy to come, and he's going to come talk to us about it. Cool. He's got two, two new good books. That's wonderful. Um, so, yeah, you should definitely come. You can sign up now on atheists.org. Oh, and check this out. Um, we have a bigger hotel block this year than we did for last year. For the for the convention at the Reason Rally, mm-hmm. the convention was right after the Reason Rally, and for this convention, we have a bigger block than we did for last year, and we have already sold out that block. Oh wow, that's amazing! So we're that's in great. an overflow hotel with a free shuttle back and forth. It's going to be huge. It's going to be over a thousand people, and I hope everybody comes, and I hope you guys come. Great, oh, wonderful, thank you, and thank you for your time thank today. You. We took a little bit more than we we promised, yeah. but um, but I think. I think it well, that's, turned out that's to a nice you, interview. You, you let me talk. Yeah. When, when you let me talk, it, it's just going to go long. Oh, and Pete Stark is coming too. Oh, cool. Don't forget Pete Stark. He, yeah, Pete Stark. I just had lunch with him a couple of days ago. He's a really nice guy, and he's going to come to the convention. Awesome. So, yeah, we went a little long. Uh, that's because, <laughs> But I totally blame you guys, not me. Yeah, it's our fault. It's our fault. All right. Well, thank you, David. David Silverman, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we really appreciate you talking to us. Thanks very much, everybody. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was our interview. There you David go. Solomon. Thank you, David, for coming yeah. on the show. That was nice. It was. Um, and, you know, there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. It, I mean, it is nice to hear his perspective on it. We we sh- we need to do that. It's nice. You know, if, if we're going to take somebody to task, some especially somebody on our side of the... Of, yeah. No uh, kidding, someone right? on, on the same team. Right. We, we need to... Who ultimately has very similar goals. Right. I remain unconvinced about several of his arguments. Well, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. And I mean, and I think that you know that there's that I I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I think he would he was fine with that. He sure. knew, he knew coming on that we had been critical of him, right? So we don't have to agree with him, right? So so there you go. But what have you? I'm sure he will come up again. Yeah. And American atheists will come up again, and we'll he's talk about them. President more and... of the largest atheist yeah. organization in the country. It's We're, unavoidable. It's he's 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 the for better or for worse, he's kind of the national face of the movement at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. So yeah, so there you go. He gets attention. He does do that. He gets press. He indeed does that. Yeah. All so. right. Well, there you go. If you have any thoughts, uh, feelings, emotions, concerns about uh, any of what you've heard today. Feel free to send them in to us. You can do that by... Oh, I didn't po- copy and paste. I'm going to have to do this by memory. Uh, <laughs> podca- you can email us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can uh, you can go to the Facebook page and like us there. That's Facebook slash TGI Atheist. Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Yeah, sure. For our less <laughs> for, webby Right, listeners. right, right. And, of course, our phone number is... Um, 424-666-8442. Yep, there you Yay. go. So yeah, leave us a voicemail and and uh and we'll uh we'll play you on the air and you'll Ooh. your voice will go out to and... literally tens of people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> to fives of people. Yeah. It's an impressive listenership around the world. Yeah. In no. five different countries. <laughs> Actually, we've got so many different countries. No, I know. It's it's kind of It's crazy. amazing. Our Dang. listenership is, uh, first of all, we have awesome listeners. No, I, know. I love the interactions with the listeners. Oh, um, oh, because... speaking of interacting with listeners. Oh, I'm glad you brought this up. Yes. I know where you're going. <clears throat> okay. 
we uh, we're going to mention it again. We're gonna, we we got to remind ourselves to keep mentioning it. We are we we are planning a trip. Yeah, this spring. This spring to go uh, through the Bible Belt of the United States of America and see the fun and the crazy and all that stuff. We've yeah. already gotten at least one person uh, on the Facebook page. Yeah, pitching uh, their uh, pitching their, Alabama pit, to us. Pitching Which, Montgomery. Alabama was big on my list. Yep. Um, because there's a lot of fun roadside stuff yeah. in Alabama. And I've never really been through Alabama. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, and so so they're they're way up on the list. But yeah, yeah tell, us, so, tell us why so Paul, we should be coming through your community. Paul went on the Facebook page yeah. and, uh, and, and pitched Montgomery, Alabama to yeah. us. I think we ha- we'll, ha- we'll have to go. We'll have to go. He's got his little group. Uh, there's a little uh, free thought that's great. Uh, association there so we'll yeah, go and we'll, we'll meet up with everybody have some That'd beers be fun. uh so if you have a home somewhere <laughs> that we might visit pitch it to us Conv- yeah. convince us to come convince us to come we would love to somewhere between utah and alabama that's right california you're out <laughs> we're not going west we're not going west not this time yeah this so. time we're going we're going east we're going southeast yep that's the direction we're headed. Yeah, and I'm pointing the wrong direction. Well, yeah, you're you're currently pointing just straight south, <laughs> Mexico, due south. We're going to Mexico. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, we uh, so yeah, we we want to hear from you. We're gonna yeah. keep we're gonna keep pushing it. Come on, yeah. Let us know where you want us to go, and we'll we keep promise. We promised that we'd do something on the blog and something on the Facebook. That will be there. We'll do it. That's it'll, there. It'll happen. Let me let me put it this way. That's there. If you're listening to this right now, there's something there. Oh, oh. no! Come on, Dan. That's bold. That's bold. I've got. Yeah, I'm going to be doing this for a couple hours, yeah. editing this, so I can just. So you can do that. Okay. Fair enough. You listen, everybody. You just heard a little production meeting. <laughs> you did. You did hear that. <laughs> so thanks for listening. All right, guys. We'll talk to you. Oh, oh, wait a minute. What? Can I do one more thing? Oh, Dan. I know. This is this what's is this false one? endings. What's this one? Okay, those of you who are listening in Utah. And those of you who aren't listening in Utah, oh, this is a good point. Uh, last year we did a, a campaign to get to get ourselves listed onto the uh, favorite podcast section of the City Weeklies, our local little weekly rag. Mm-hmm. They do a best of Utah mm-hmm. a, a, a issue every year, mm-hmm. um, and we we could sure use some votes. Yeah, for that. It'd yeah. be nice. It just gets us a little bit more publicity. So yeah. So this is our little reminder. Go onto their website. It's what is it? City City, Weekly. Cityweekly.com, I'm sure. Well, it could be Salt Lake City. Let me see. I'm going to pull it up. Yeah. Anyway. It's slweekly.com. Slweekly.com. Go there. You find the best of Utah. There's a there's a little... It's going to be prominently placed. Best of Utah link. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and it'll say, you know, there's a yeah. drop down and it says best of Utah. Vote now. And you're, you're going to have to... Now, anyone can do this. You don't have to live in Utah to do this. But no. you have to know... You have to vote in at least ten categories, and they they'll know if you're just making stuff up. Yeah. So if you if you're from outside of Utah and you want to vote for us, you want to help us out, great. We did a last year. We did a bonus episode. It's mm-hmm. called bonus episode. Yeah. You can go back into the iTunes or, or wherever you find our episodes and, and it's listen like to it. episode twelve or it's in the list. It's like the twelfth or thirteenth or fourteenth. Yeah. It's somewhere right around in there. I and, can't remember and precisely. And so you you can go to that and you can and we go through. 
we basically just go through we the give whole... you names is what we do yeah we say you know for best anchor you could vote for this person or this person yeah. or this person hopefully those one. hopefully things haven't changed too much but at very least it won't be no, overly mention people who are still around right so. so go ahead so if you're willing to take the time to do that that would be amazing and yes. it would be super helpful for us yeah Thanks, uh, so thanks for listening and uh, have a great week. Bye bye.